0: This is the College Investor Audio Show. Thank you so much. We are honored that you chose to be here today. Before we get into our topic, just want to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. And if you like what you hear, you want to share this with somebody else, feel free to do that. We would love that. You can also follow us. We are all over social media. Just search for The College Investor and you'll find us. We'd love to get to know you and help you along in your money journey. Today, we take a look at Test Optional colleges. What are they? And is this something that you might want to dig in a little bit further on? First, what are test optional colleges? All right, so thanks to changes in admissions standards, more and more colleges are just eliminating the need for students to submit standardized test scores to gain admission. Hallelujah. <laughs> According to the nonprofit newsroom, the 19th, two thirds of colleges just stopped requiring standardized tests for admission including top schools like Harvard and Stanford. Interesting. COVID-19 was really a significant catalyst for this shift too. Many schools decided to waive test requirements because of the disruption the pandemic caused for high school students. And then what started as a kind of a temporary solution might now be a permanent change to how college admissions are handled moving forward. What are test optional colleges exactly? Well, They are schools that have moved away from incorporating standardized test results in the admissions process. So in today's podcast, we're going to dive deep into what this means to be test optional and then what you should know about applying to schools that don't even require admissions exams. All right, now let's dive in. Test optional is a college admissions policy that gives students the choice of whether or not they want to submit their results from a standardized test like the SAT or ACT. Because test scores are considered optional, they're not counted against students by college admissions officers. Test optional became a temporary solution to disruptions to the standardized testing schedule caused by COVID-19 and all that pandemic stuff. Several schools, including high-profile colleges like Harvard, have decided to continue with a test optional admissions standard. Although, yeah, some schools give you the choice to avoid taking standardized tests that doesn't mean the tests aren't important still. Instead, they've just become more of a supplemental component to a student's application rather than a deciding factor. Um, In the past, a poor test score could really negatively affect your chances of admission. With test optional policies, though, that's no longer the case. While a good test score may bolster your overall admissions package, a negative score won't necessarily hurt you either. That being said... Test optional isn't a standardized policy across all universities. Each school may have its own approach to how test scores are handled. This includes admissions into specific colleges or programs within a university. While you might not need to submit an SAT or ACT to get into a particular university, academic departments within that university may still require it. For now, Test optional primarily applies to admissions. It doesn't apply to financial aid or scholarship considerations. Getting high scores on the SAT or ACT can actually improve your chances of getting scholarships to pay for school. Even if the school you apply to doesn't require you to submit a standardized test score, it could still be helpful to take the test to increase your opportunities for financial assistance. All that said, why are schools becoming test optional? One of the big drivers for schools becoming test-optional was, as we mentioned, COVID. Thanks to lockdowns, a lot of high school students moved to online learning, and it just wasn't possible to hold in-person tests, which meant that college juniors and seniors missed that opportunity to take the tests in the first place. Other factors have prompted schools to adopt a test-optional policy permanently. Socioeconomics plays a big role in test outcomes. Students from wealthier families tend to score better, thus getting access to better schools. So, eliminating testing requirements levels the playing field a bit, giving underrepresented students a better chance of getting into competitive schools. Another reason is to encourage more students to apply. With college applications declining, some schools are getting creative to attract students. If a student thinks they won't get in because of a poor test score, they're less inclined to apply. Removing the testing requirement gives some students the boost they need to follow through with applications to schools they might think they're not able to get into. By becoming test optional, schools increase the diversity of their freshman classes, improving the quality of education for everybody on campus. While it's still too soon to say how beneficial this policy will be in the long run, it's already showing positive results, which is really cool, especially for students who have historically been excluded from the college admissions process. Oh, I'm just thinking I could have avoided taking a whole bunch of remedial math classes if I didn't have to submit my ACT. My math score was atrocious. Anywho, back to the topic, right? Types of test-optional policies. There is no standardized policy for how test-optional admissions are applied. Schools have had to come up just kind of with their own process for how to handle standardized test scores. These are some of the most common test-optional practices, though, that have emerged as a result of this. Test-optional for everybody. All students have the opportunity to decide whether or not to submit SAT or ACTs as part of their application package. This allows students who feel like their scores might hurt their admissions chances to opt out of submitting them altogether. Conversely, students who feel as if their scores may help them can submit their scores if they want to. Test optional for some applicants. Instead of allowing all students to pick and choose whether or not to submit their scores, This policy requires students who don't meet certain eligibility requirements, like having a high enough GPA, to submit test scores as part of their overall package. Eligibility requirements can also apply for non-academic reasons. Students who apply from out of state or who were homeschooled might be asked to go ahead and submit test scores as well. Test flexible. Rather than making tests optional, some schools offer flexibility in which test scores are submitted. Instead of providing an SAT or ACT score, for example, Test-flexible schools allow students to submit other tests, like AP exams, as part of their admissions package. Test-optional, with some exceptions. We touched on this a bit, but while a school may offer test-optional admissions, that isn't necessarily the policy across all colleges or academic departments on campus. Test scores might still be required to be enrolled in competitive programs, gain access to academic counseling, or to be awarded merit scholarships. So what are the advantages and disadvantages of test-optional schools? There are some substantial benefits to making standardized tests optional. These benefits are leading a growing number of schools to do away with standardized test requirements altogether. The biggest advantage is that it reduces the barrier to entry for students who have been historically underrepresented in college admissions. This includes women, students from lower socioeconomic backgrounds, students with disabilities, and students of color. So. By increasing access to college, test-optional schools can also foster greater diversity for incoming classes. This enriches the quality of the college experience, not just for students who benefit from test-optional admissions, but for everybody on campus. But while there are advantages to the system, yeah, it's not perfect, nothing is, but the lack of a standardized policy across campuses can be confusing for students. You might think that test scores are optional but they could still be required for enrollment in specific academic programs. So if you skip the SAT or ACT in high school, you could put yourself in a difficult position if you discover that you actually do need to have a test score. So the elimination of testing requirements is also placing a strain on admissions offices. An influx of applications means more time and energy has to be allocated toward evaluating each student more holistically. This might sound great in theory, Some schools might find it a little bit hard to implement this. This can adversely affect students who might have otherwise received admissions under a more standardized process. Should you still take college admissions tests anyway? Well, the good news is taking a standardized test like the SAT or ACT won't hurt your admissions chances if you apply to a test-optional school. Instead, it could give you more options. You can submit your scores if they add value to your application, or you can choose not to. The decision is ultimately yours to make. That being said, though, while avoiding the SAT might seem appealing, it could end up hurting you. Strong test takers who might be on the cusp of admissions could find that submitting their scores ends up being the difference between getting an admissions offer or not. Test scores can also be used to earn scholarships, helping you finance your college education. So before skipping the SAT, evaluate the policies of each school you plan to apply to and determine what their testing requirements actually are. If you're certain you won't benefit from taking a standardized test, then that is a decision you can make for yourself. But if you think it might help you boost your chances of admission or help you win a scholarship, what do you have to lose? And that is our show for today. If you found it helpful, please feel free to share this with anybody you might know who could also benefit from knowing about test-optional colleges And if you want to find out more about the admissions process, about college in general, and about how to save money on, you know, going to college and not having as much debt, we got tons of resources for you inside this article and more at thecollegeinvestor.com. Thanks again for stopping by today, and we'll talk to you again real soon.